Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I am crazy excited about this episode because apparently I have now surpassed the amount of podcasts where most people drop off and stop doing it. So thank you for giving me the motivation to keep going. I so appreciate you as my listeners, and I'm excited to share with you, you know, everything that's kind of going on right now in my world. Uh, Today, I spent the day at an amazing market that was set up in a fire station in Panajachel, Guatemala. So I'm at the biggest lake in Guatemala. It's called Lake Aditlan. And we're staying in this village of only a thousand people. So we took a boat over to Panajachel today, which is kind of the biggest uh, town on the lake. And we went to this amazing market. It was just like a little flea market, but they had the most beautiful textiles. Guatemala is known for its beautiful, bright, vibrant prints and patterns and Let me tell you, I got some amazing stuff. I'm going to be posting some of it over on my business page, Stylish and Successful. So if you want to see what I'm talking about, head over to there on Facebook and you'll get to kind of see a sneak peek at what I did today, my little adventure. So I'd love for you to comment and let me know which patterns you love. uh, What are you liking? You know, any questions about Guatemala you have. If you don't know, my boyfriend Greg and I spend the winter here normally. And so we're actually going on uh, our fourth month this year here. And we just love it. The weather's beautiful. The people are great. It's, It's incredible. And you know, one of the things that I love so much about Guatemala is this incredible spirit of entrepreneurship. Like I said, there were literally families of women, men, children set up in this parking lot selling anything from table runners to these ponchos that they call wapils. Uh, They were selling pouches. You name it, they were selling it. It was all textiles, like I said. But the spirit of entrepreneurship I find is different here. And That's where I want to transition kind of into the topic today around why your merchandise isn't selling. I find that women start a business, start a boutique business, and they come to me and they're like, Emily, I've been posting on social media and I've been doing all the things that I'm supposed to do and nothing's selling. Now, I'd love to take a look at three different things that you need to do a gut check on if you're having trouble selling things, okay? And the first thing is your mindset around selling. There's a lot of women that are kind of negative around sales. 
they think, oh, well, nothing's selling, so nothing's ever going to sell. Or it's taking them some time to actually kind of ramp up and get visibility out there. And because it's been a week or two or a month or whatever, and they haven't sold a lot, they just get really down on themselves. And the thing about sales is that you can't give up. You have to keep trying. You have to keep putting yourself out there. For an example, we were at the market today. The best part about the market is honestly negotiating. There's no prices on anything, so you get to really practice your Spanish. You get to practice your bargaining skills. It's really an amazing adventure. Now, obviously, this isn't how it works in the United States. We pretty much have prices on everything, and that's it. But the deal here is that these women were not going to give up on the sale. The minute we put things down and we're like, you know what, like, I don't know if I want to pay that. We'd put it down, turn our backs, and then boom, they'd lower the price. <laughs> boom, it would go down. They'd get more open to negotiating, right? The minute we thought, oh, they were over it. Nope, they're back at it. And that is how you need to be in your business. You need to be open to the idea that rejection doesn't mean no. It means maybe not right now. Or it means, oh, I need to angle it a different way. I need to speak about this product in a different way. The minute your mindset turns off to like, oh no, this is a no, or oh, it's not working, and you start to go down that negative spiral, it's so hard to come back from. Catch yourself before you wreck yourself with the mindset on selling. Because the minute you start to get negative about sales, the minute you start to say, no one comes into my store. I've had such a bad day. It's been such a bad week. Whatever it is that you're saying that doesn't feel like it's a positive momentum statement, cut it out. Cut it out. It's huge adjusting your mindset. And I will tell you, you might want to go back to the episode with Levy Hess where we talked about money mindset because this kind of plays into that. Part of selling is being open to the flow of money and being open to the idea that money is going to come and go from your business freely and with ease. And so we've got to let that money come in first so that it can go out. But I remember sitting in my brick and mortar store and thinking, you know what? It's raining today. No one's going to come in. Guess what? That is a self-fulfilling prophecy. No one would come in those days. And more of those days started to happen because I started to keep telling myself, no one comes into my store. No one comes into my store. So let's flip that switch. My suggestion for you here is there is a opposite to whatever you're thinking. So if you're thinking no one comes into my store, what's the opposite? Lots of people come into my store. Lots of amazing women who love to shop and spend money come into my store. See how I took that and I even added more things that were descriptive about my customer, descriptive about the types of people I want to come in? Maybe you have a lot of people come in, but they don't buy things. Where's the switch there? Is I have lots of amazing people who love to buy things come in my store. Not No one ever buys anything when they come into my store. Let's take it from a perspective of maybe you have a mobile boutique. Maybe, oh, it's so hard to book events. It's so hard to find events to book. Nope, we switch it. There's so many events on my calendar, sometimes I even have to say no. <laughs> Crazy, right? 
Or what if you have an e-commerce business? Well, let's think about that. I get so much traffic to my website, but no one's buying anything. I hear that a lot. Let's switch it. So much traffic comes to my website and so much of that traffic turns into buyers. These are the things that are going to start to shift your mindset. Are they going to switch immediately? Maybe. Yeah, maybe these these things might happen to you the minute you start to change. But over time, you're going to see massive shifts. If you can stay in this positive flow of momentum mindset in your business, it is going to completely change. Because here's the thing. The difference between you and that woman here in Guatemala is that woman in Guatemala, she is way more convinced she's going to get the sale than you are, right? She's way more convinced that she is going to get the sale than you are. And why is that? Check in with yourself. Do a gut check here. Why don't you think you're going to get the sale? Start to switch your thoughts. Start to switch what you say. And start to truly believe that that sale is yours. Every time someone hits your website, you make a sale. Every time someone walks into your store, you make a sale. Start to truly say that. Start to truly believe that. And it will start to truly happen. Now, the second aspect of why you might not be making the sale is pricing. I need you to do a check-in with your pricing. Are you too expensive? Are you too inexpensive? Where are you on the map of price? I find more often than not, women come to me and they say, well, Emily, I want to have an affordable boutique. I want to have a boutique where women can come in and feel like my prices aren't too high. And guess what? Your prices are so low that women don't shop because they think there's something wrong with your items. I've seen boutiques post items that I can't believe that price is so low. Like, how are they making money? I know how much that item costs, and I know they are not buying it in bulk such that they are getting a crazy discount on it. I know they're not. Now, if you're one of the women who looks around and sees these kind of boutiques like I do, and you think, wow, how are they charging $18 for a top? How are they charging $24 for a top or $30 for jeans? I know that item costs a good amount. So how are they only charging that amount? Here's my advice for you. Stop looking at other boutiques. Stop pricing like other boutiques. Price at the number you need to be at to be profitable because that's the point at which you are profitable. Emily, I want to be profitable. Well, guess what? Your profit comes from how you price items. It doesn't come after you sell items. It comes after you price items. So those women out there that are charging $18, $28, I mean, maybe they're railing through a lot of product and they're doing really high volume. But listen, they're missing out on a lot of extra dollars. They're probably just paying their bills. They might be using a lot of credit cards to pay for things. And I don't want you to be in that situation. I want you to be fully funding yourself, fully paying yourself, fully being able to support yourself, pay back any loans you have. And listen, the only way you can do that is if you charge enough money. So cut out the affordable, cut out the looking at other people, cut out the idea that you can only charge two or 2.2 over wholesale 
for your boutique. It's just not possible. It's not sustainable. I'll tell you that right now. It's not sustainable. It might be okay when you just start out, but guess what? The more you grow, the more inventory you have to buy, the more overhead you have, you can't sustain it. It's just the numbers. It's just the way it works. Charge what you need to charge. Too many women in boutiques are charging too little and it's hurting their business in the long run. So don't look at those women and think that you can do that too. You're listening to this podcast. You're smart. You're bright. Charge three times wholesale. Charge what you need to charge to make the money you need to make. Because at the end of the day, it's a margin game. It's also a customer game. If someone looks at an item and they see that it's very inexpensive, a woman as a customer is going to say, what is wrong with that item? Even if she doesn't say it out loud, her brain is thinking it. I guarantee you. Because I've done the same thing. I've gone up to an item that's amazing. It's beautiful, whatever. I've looked at the price and I've thought either, wow, that's a lot. I wonder why it's so much. Or I've thought, oh, wow, that's a great price. I need it. I'm going to buy it. Or I've thought, ooh, why is that so inexpensive? Is there something wrong with it? Maybe it's, oh, I don't know. Oh, I shouldn't buy it. You've got to hit that sweet spot in the middle. And that could be why you're not selling things. So do a gut check, look around, look at competitors, see where you need to be, and see where you need to be in relationship to your wholesales to be making enough money. Last but not least, one of the big reasons I see with boutiques where merchandise isn't selling is because their marketing game is off. What do I mean by marketing game? I mean that when you show up on social media, when you show up on your website, wherever you're showing up to the world, you're either inconsistently showing up or you're not showing up as your true self. Part of being a boutique owner is being part of your brand, being kind of the face of your brand, whether you like it or not. You need to be showing up, whether that's through selfies, whether that's through video, whether that's through the voice of what you're posting. That is a huge way to get ahead very quickly is to show up as your brand. I'll see posts. And if you don't know this by now, I'm like a massive boutique stalker. I'm a massive retail stalker. I say it all the time. I'm a retail nerd. And so because of that, I spend part of every single day, either looking at boutiques, Facebooks, or websites, or I'm on Women's Wear Daily reading what's going on in the retail industry, or I'm on Refinery29 or Racked. I'm constantly researching what's going on in the marketplace, researching what's going on in real life. And one of the big, big, big things I find between the most successful boutiques and the ones who just can't seem to get off the ground is the person and how they show up. The person running the boutique needs to show up and they need to show up in a real way. So if you're going onto your Facebook page and you're slapping up a photo and you're writing the name of the item comes in small to large, $44, and that's it, and you're leaving, that's not going to sell it. Would that sell it to you? I wouldn't sell an item to me. I want some romance copy. I want to see it on a person. I want to know why you bought it. I want to know what's going on with that item. 
And too many women are just putting up items on Instagram saying Lincoln profile, you know, giving a size or two and then leaving Instagram. You can't just put up items, leave it and then let it go. This is a huge reason why you're not selling stuff. So not only are you putting up half-baked posts, but then you're also being really inconsistent about it. So you're not posting every day. You're not posting a few times a day. You're not updating your website often. You're just leaving it. This is an ongoing process. Part of building a business, just like building a house, is you've got to put up the foundation. You've got to put up the walls. Then you've got to put up the sheet wall on the walls and then, you know, paint the walls. And part of all that is just layering on, layering on more and more and more stuff. And that takes time and that takes effort. If you're new in this game and you're not putting forth the effort you need to, here is your wake up call to say, listen, now is the time that's either going to make or break you and your business. You need to break through. You need to show up for yourself, show up in your business Because if you don't, no one's going to do it for you. I'm not going to do it for you. (laughs) Certainly not. (laughs) It's not my job. You need to show up for yourself and your business. You need to care enough. You need to show that you're okay being visible. And if you're not okay being visible, then here's the deal. You either get out of the game or you get over it. If you've ever watched one of my YouTube videos, you've ever watched me on Facebook Live, that took some time to get comfortable in front of the camera. The other day, I found a bunch of Periscope videos I did over a year ago where I would go on Periscope and sometimes no one would even be watching me. And I'd just talk and talk and talk and talk. And now, you know, 60, 70,000 views later, I can say to you, I'm really comfortable in front of the camera. I'm really excited to get on camera. I'm really excited to connect with people. I'm excited to share about my business on camera. So you don't have to be perfect just to start. So I encourage you to just start showing up in your business, showing up regularly, because it's it's honestly going to sell items, period, right? The, the, the dotted line between selling items and, and making money is really you being there in your business. To sum this all up, I feel like maybe I yelled at you a lot <laughs> in this episode. But, you know, I think that this is the time. Right now it's spring. If you're listening to this as it's been published, it's spring. We just had a beautiful full moon. Now is the time to get in action, guys. Now is the time to really use the momentum that the energy of spring is giving you to truly blossom in your business. It's now or never. Seriously. If you haven't heard about my six-figure blueprint program, I want to just tell you about that now because it's open its doors for registration. We're going to be open until April 15th, 2017. So if you're listening after, you can check in with me on my social media and see if the doors are open. We do open and close the doors a couple times a year, but right now it is open and it's a 12-week course designed especially for product sellers. So if you're a boutique owner, if you're an Agnes and Dora seller, a Lula Rose seller, maybe you make t-shirts, I can work with anyone who sells product. And this program is really about giving you the foundation of mindset, marketing, and margins to build your business in a way that's sustainable and build your business in a way that you make money. 
so the 12 weeks, we, I have tutorials, I have group coaching calls, I have a private Facebook community. It is jam-packed with information. And just like this podcast where I, I over-deliver for you, I do that in this program as well. I urge you to check the link. The link is uh, bit.ly slash SFBA17. So it stands for Six Figure Blueprint April 17. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. I urge you to check on that link. Registration is going to close its doors, but very soon. But I'm really excited about this program. It has given people incredible results. Anyone who is brand new, hasn't even really started their business, all the way up to someone who's been in business two years. It's been a really great program. People have had their best months ever. Uh, They have had $10,000 months. They've had amazing things happen. Traffic up the wazoo. They become famous on Facebook Live. It's just, it's a program that literally is changing people's lives. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention it on the podcast, of course, because this is one of my favorite outlets to let you guys know what's going on. That is open for the next couple days. If you're, like I said, if you're listening to this live, if you're listening to a replay, do check in with me. We do open the doors every a couple times a year, and I'd love to have you in the program. It's it's a place where I get to work with you on your business, and the results are phenomenal. So I invite you to check that out. Again, it's bit.ly slash SFBA17. But let's wrap this up. Why aren't you selling merchandise in your boutique business? Number one, it's because your mindset is not in selling mode. So get it in selling mode. Number two is because maybe your prices are bonkers. (laughs) Check in with your prices. And lastly, it could be because you're not asking for that sale through social media. You're not showing up for your business consistently and in a transparent way where people know they're connecting with a person and not just with a product. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you've learned a lot and your business is going to shift. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.